0: open your mind, change your reality. This is the Geek Confidential Podcast.
1: episode of the Geek Confidential podcast. Joining me today, I have my co-host Craig Peters. Welcome. Hello. San Diego Comic-Con took place. We have lots to discuss, including the Doctor Strange trailer, which uh, the the latest Doctor Strange trailer which they released and their tagline was what we used for the pre-roll. Yay. I can't wait to discuss it all with you. But first, let's talk about Jason Bourne. Craig knows. But I'm a big fan of the Bourne franchise. Loved it from the very beginning. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Matt Damon is back. We can forget the Jeremy Renner.
0: Thank you, God. Little
1: hiccup. <laughs> the little hiccup. And he's back. What did you think of it, Craig?
0: I liked the. I liked the film. I. I didn't think it lived up to the first two films, which I really thoroughly enjoyed. I thought there were too many points. Too many points where I just was waiting for something to happen. I mean, it was there was some tension, but it was all about the backstory, um, not about the actual action sequences. And so, I didn't didn't feel as as involved in the born character as I have in the past. Though I I wish they had done more with the with the uh, the father son aspect. I thought that was really good. I was loving uh, seeing that go on. Um, I was distracted immensely by the fact that Tommy Lee Jones looks more dead than alive anymore. Though he was excellent in the film, he just looks so really old. <laughs> I, True. I can't imagine him as the head, the director of the CIA at that age. But um, it's like putting a, a, well, anyway, it's it's just too much. It was too much for me. But, but Jason Bourne was good. I like Matt Damon in the role. The acting was great. Uh, it was good to have him back, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good to have him back, and he should be back. And I mean, you know, it's a nice big paycheck for him. They had him as executive producer this time, which I thought was a nice, nice
1: payoff for him. So that's always good. But well, and I, when I was watching it, there was in the theater, there was a couple things that came to mind. First of all, I was really sad that they killed off Julia Stiles' character, Nikki Parsons, because not to be spoiling liked, it or anything. Well, listen, <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast. Spoiler alert, you're going to be spoiled. Listen to us after you've watched it. Um, I, I've i liked that she's been a character that's been a through line through all the films, whereas or all of his films. I can't remember if she was in the Jeremy Renner movie because I try to forget that movie. But I sort of am going to miss, if there's ever another Born movie, I'm going to miss that continuity because a lot of the other faces, the people who are in charge of the departments who he's trying to check, take out or, or, end up dead. And so now that she's dead, it's like, Hmm, that's sad. The other thing that was a little bit sad about it was the fact that when Julia Stiles first had her big films, it was back when I was in college. And I thought at that time that she was going to go somewhere as an actress. And and have a really big career. And it's, it sort of always surprises me about how... It surprises me that her career hasn't gone the places it could have. Because at one point, I sort of expected her, looking back, now 20, hindsight 2020, to have sort of a Scarlett Johansson uh, trajectory, but she just hasn't.
0: I agree with you except for one thing. Scarlett Johansson... Uh, as opposed to uh, Kirsten Dunst and uh, Julia Stiles, I think this is a Hollywood a Hollywood issue. She Julia Stiles just doesn't have the look of a lead character. She's not a Keira Knightley. She's not a Scarlett Johansson. I mean, those two are always going to be, you know, major draws and are always going to be in the lead role. Julia Stiles just doesn't have that look, and I think that's a Hollywood problem. I, uh, her Julia Stiles career might actually get better. As she gets older and gets some of the really meaty roles, the juicy roles that come up i'm hoping so because she 's a good actress maybe great actress yeah I just don 't see her in enough, but I think i she I think she may have some staying power, but I think it's going to take a while till she gets to that point where she's she's in the, the maybe the head of the CIA kind of now
1: she can't be well, that though, she's dead. She's dead, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not 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 Styles, but Nikki Parsons is dead. Um, <laughs> I, when I'm when I'm when I was watching this film, I there was a couple things that stood out to me. First of all, Jason Bourne's a little bit slower, which isn't really a surprise. There's been now a total of five films in the franchise. And he's 40, Matt, <laughs> Matt Damon is getting older, but boy, is he in shape for his age. I mean, he's looking good. I, I was a little bit disappointed, though, because in the trailer, one of the things that I thought was so great about the trailer was the fight scenes where he basically knocked it out and the score that they they combined with him punching out people was really good. And so I was a little bit like disappointed when it didn't quite live up to that. Yeah, me too. Um, there is a scene, by
0: the way. This guy is punching out brawlers. Massive. Muscular fighters, and there's this, and just really beating the hell out of these guys one punch three punches in one case, where the guy is really massive, but he gets in a fight with a little bitty guy, kind of a little bitty guy, weighs about 100, a hundred... A wiry guy. A little, little wiry guy, and he is beating the hell
1: out of this guy, and the guy just keeps coming back for more. It does well, not work for me. <laughs> but, 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 you know, I mean, that's sort of, in a way, apropos, because you'll see a lot of times in films and things where it's the big mountain of the men who can go down the easiest, because while they have brawn and strength, they're sort of turrets in a way where it's the people who are more agile and quick can survive longer. There's a difference. So that- these
0: guys are, are hand to hand brawlers. They don't go down easy. They have been beat to hell and gone and still stayed up in the matches. That's the problem. These aren't just okay. average guys. These are, these are guys that have been in dozens of fights on, and are, are bare, just about bare knuckles fighters. They don't go down easy and uh, Barnes able to knock them, knock them for a loop. And of course, it's Bourne, and yet this other guy just keeps coming back for more. So uh, I I got your point,
1: but no, it, it it was totally distracting. Here's a question I have for you, because the the assassin or the asset, as they called him, that yes. you're talking about, was someone who not only was he responsible for the death of Bourne's father, he was he was also a victim of Bourne exposing. Yes. The project, and had been tortured in Syria. While I was in the film, I thought to myself, "This is a little bit convenient that this man is both the person who got born into it and is also a victim of born." I'm going to call it revenge collateral rever- damage. Revenge reversal, wouldn't you say? I guess maybe you could call it both. That. Of- it, it just it just seemed a little. Maybe <laughs> that's what I'm thinking about with the born film. There there were things in this film that just a lot of things that just seemed a little too convenient.
0: Yes. Like there's another thing that got me that always throws me on these things. The illogic. I mean, you, Luke, you know that if you have something kind of important, you want to make a, you want to make a backup copy. Copy, Yeah. You got that, didn't you? So mm-hmm. born is Bourne is looking at this encrypted, encrypted data. He just loaded up onto a computer with the help of, of a Julian Assange kind of character. At least that's what I thought Snowden or Julian Assange kind of character. Um, and and instead of immediately, as I would have, sticking in another another data uh, data USB USB, USB data card, whatever, and and uploading the unencrypted into his hand and sticking it in his pocket. No, he just lets it sit there on the computer. Spoiler alert: the CIA hacks into this. I don't even know how they could do that. If this guy's really as good as he was, he would have been caught way before. The guy-
1: because they had the malware. Yeah, they,
0: well, they had the malware, that's true. But um, that that's a good point. But still, I would have uploaded that into maybe two more um, USB cards just so I wouldn't ever lose it now that it's been unencrypted. No, he doesn't do that. He gives them the opportunity to, to delete them all. I, I just thought that was... You know, this brilliant spy is going to let them have the
1: opportunity to do that. I thought that was very convenient, a little too convenient. Like the double. What What did you think of Alicia Vikander's character, Heather Lee? Maybe it's because I haven't watched the rest of the Bourne films in a while, but at the beginning of the movie, they made it. They made her. Um, they made the character seem like she had a connection to Bourne's past when they had uh, Tommy Lee Jones character Robert Dewey basically say don't let your personal stuff get involved they made that implication and I maybe it's something that I missed from like I don't remember from the previous films but then so at first you're thinking okay she's out to get born because he did something that caused her personal anguish or harm or something Uh, maybe she was another one of the collateral victims of the the revelations yeah and then it's his sister maybe and, and oh, something like there there was they uh, they alluded to something yes so did. then later on in the film all of a sudden she's decided after reading a report that he could potentially be brought in and that it wasn't a good idea to kill him and all of a sudden she's the one texting him warnings that the CIA agents are almost to his house and that he needs to get out of there and it sort of. Am I the like? Did I miss something, or am I? Like, I feel like I missed something. Well, did I'll I tell you
0: exactly what? Well, yes, maybe you did. I'll just throw out what it was. She always seemed a little off, just a just a, about you know forty five degrees off. She, I think the personal issues that they were trying to set up was that she really hated the CIA director. She really wanted him gone, and she was extremely ambitious. So all this helping, born, and all this kind of setting the uh, cr- the uh, director well, up I got... was very much a uh, "now you see me" kind of thing. Where she she really
1: um, was after this. So you're saying you're saying that his allusion to something personal wasn't actually anything. With, it was just born. It was something
0: personal with the CIA director. That's what.
1: Okay. That's what.
0: That's what I caught. But the other... well,
1: then they did not make that very clear. No, at they all. didn't. Uh, but by the end of the movie, she has basically become the lia- uh, she's becoming the liaison to the new CIA director from whoever it was. The other guy had. Oh no, she. Uh,
0: I guess at the end, she's she is going to be probably the next CIA director. That's what yeah. she was angling
1: for. Uh, or well, she said that she wanted to be a liaison to him, b- when she was talking to the director. Uh, and I don't even know what NI stands for. National Intelligence, it's would that a direct, be it?
0: DNA. He's a DNI, Director of National Intelligence.
1: Okay. So and when she was talking to him, she's like, she wants to be his liaison to the CIA. Well, that's not director. what
0: I got. I got the fact that she wanted to be the CIA director.
1: Well, that was very see, clear that she wanted to be. But, the next but community. I see. I don't know about that because then the movie ends, and she's like, well, if you if if you can't use my skills and knowledge there's other departments that could exactly which is which to me was like she's not angling for the top job she's just angling to make herself in circles of well, I power think she was definitely angling for the top job if i can so obviously I mean. there's there's obvious if you and i are both misunderstanding what's going on one of can't us have is, a, one, one, one of us is has right. to be right what is wrong but she, uh, I, she was it's already obviously not clear. She
0: was already ahead of an entire department, so her next step would probably be, I thought, to the to to be director. But regardless, um, it's it, it may be a little confusing. She was a good uh, wasn't she was a good clear. actress. Pardon.
1: She was a good actress, I, but it was a confusing plot. Point.
0: I I think she was a good actress. I think she played that kind of off kilter very well. There were times when she seemed like she was really on Bourne's side, particularly when she was talking to Bourne. The other times when she was she was acting um opposite to his to what he would have wanted. So you think uh you think maybe there's something going on there. And of course, at one point it almost seems like this she's gonna be a future love interest, you know? There was, at one point you do. Yep. And so uh, but I thought she was very good. She handled the role very well. Uh, very, very. I liked, I my new my new word for for um, reviews is minimalist. She was quite minimalist.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, um, and and that brings us to the the final scenes in there where she tells dir- the director of national intelligence that it she believes that she can bring Bourne in. And he goes, if you can't, then she says, I'll have to put him down. Yes. And she has a walk in the park where, of course, Bourne shows up. He she basically tries to get him to come in. He goes, well, how do I know you can trust me or I can trust you and tries to reassure him? She goes to her car. (laughs) There is a recording device. The the vehicle that she had been riding in with the director had been followed by Bourne, he recorded the conversation where she said that she would have to put him down if she couldn't bring him exactly. in. Exactly. And that's how the movie ends. And that's exact that's one of those
0: points where I'm I go I reflect back on how he didn't back up that <laughs> that data <laughs> he's that smart that clever that incredibly in tune to what's going on and he, well he did lose his memory so maybe he maybe lost there's some something brain cells. there but yeah it was <laughs> it was very cleverly done in that little last bit Wow um, so
1: out of five stars what would you
0: give I'm gonna uh, give it three Jason Bourne st- I'm gonna give it three stars it was enjoyable it wasn't fun like I hoped it would be like the first one was fun even though violence was incredible it wasn't fun. It was enter- it was somewhat entertaining, and I I, I like action flicks. But uh, except for and I will mention this, and we haven't mentioned this yet. There's a tremendous scene, and you have to look up online to find out how they did it of a SWAT vehicle running down the street and knocking cars every which way, which phys- uh, physically um, or physiologically not uh, couldn't have happened. No way that could happen. But it's so much fun watching these cars like. Like snow, a snowplow going through these cars, throwing them in either direction. So that was that was the scene that really made the movie the movie work. That one right there really helped. So that part was fun and entertaining. The rest of it was was so so.
1: Okay. okay, well, I'm also giving it a three out of five. I it was a solid movie. It didn't live up to the first two, um, as you pointed out, but it I enjoyed it. There was some continuity, not necessarily continuity, but there were issues with it, as we've already pointed out. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, it It was it was worth the ten bucks that I paid to see it.
0: And I got in for six seventy (laughs) five. Ha ha ha. That's because you are ancient. I know I am ancient. Old. Old as Methuselah. Yes, I am getting there. All old as Tommy Lee Jones.
1: Not quite that Not quite old. That old. I, I I won't. I mean, I'll I'll say you're as old as Methuselah, but I won't say you're as old as wow. Tommy Jones. Wow. Let's talk a li- little bit about the San Diego Comic Con 2016. There was a ton of news that came Indeed. out of there. Tons of trailers, tons of teasers. Uh, on last week's Pop Confidential podcast, Jamie asked me about my, for my thoughts on the Justice League trailer um, and the Wonder Woman trailer. So, since you weren't on there, and we're recording this now, I'll get your thoughts on those. What did you think of the Justice League trailer? <laughs> I'm gonna. I can't wait for the
0: Wonder Woman trailer, but the Justice League trailer actually. I, I don't necessarily like the characters playing the uh the the superheroes I like the ones I've seen before much better but you mean the actors or the characters I'm sorry I don't like I don't like the actors playing the characters I like the characters but I thought that Aquaman I liked the Aquaman in Smallville. I like flash that's now
1: on TV and why they don't use them I don't know but Jamie and I got into a huge debate about that on the Pop Confidential podcast Ooh. because, I, as I pointed out to him, in comic book continuity, the Flashpoint storyline is one where you could have the Flash from TV be in the pivotal place in the movie franchise by the simple fact that his entire character basically causes all kinds of problems for multiple worlds Yes. In the DC universe. So that's the one character you could get away with it and have it be logical. You couldn't probably do it with most of the other ones that are going to be featured in the film, but you could do it with um, he's, with he's a time. Traveler, but basically. Jamie says I was taking it too seriously. Maybe I am. Sometimes you get hey, I'm a big fan of Grant Gustin. So maybe it's just that I'm too much of a fan and take it too seriously. But I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Yes. It's like it's like Marvel. Agent of
0: Shield. If all of a sudden they have a completely different Thor, I would I would never watch Marvel Agent of Shield again. They've got to have the original characters, and Marvel would probably always do that. Somehow DC thinks they can get away with multiple multiple same characters, and I, it just it just takes me out of the it takes me out of the moment. I watch the, uh, the I actually I may like the new Flash better once he once he actually becomes the Flash, but I'm used to Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin. I mean, he's he's good in the role and he's he's fun. Yeah, you're right. He could since he travels through different universes. He could he could easily be on this one. I agree with you there. But in the Aquaman guy, I have never ever seen Aquaman. Jason Momoa. Yeah. First of all, he didn't do the greatest job, from what I understand. In Conan, which I wouldn't even watch because it looks so horrible in the trailers. but he doesn't look anything like like any aquaman I've ever
1: seen. See and that and that was that was Whoa. Jamie's argument to me he goes, "Well, are you upset that uh, that's uh, Aquaman isn't blonde and shirtless?" and I'm like, "Well, I said, here's the thing. They told us before this even started that they were going to be using a different Atlantean mythology. So, Because they explained this to us in advance and gave their rationale, once I understood where they were going, I was willing to accept it. Because in this case, Warner Brothers has separated their various universes. So if in this universe, Aquaman is Polynesian, then so be it. Um, I would say this, and I'm going to look this up here real quick if you ever want to watch something that Jason Momoa is really good in, I, I enjoyed him in Stargate Atlantis, but and I but I wouldn't say it was any really great acting. Check him out um in the T V series The Red Road. And I think you can watch it on Netflix. I really like that series and I thought he did a good job. Okay. Well But I also have to ask, going back to Justice League, what do you think of Ben Affleck's Batman because I know you do not like Ben Affleck.
0: No. I I think he's a really good director and I think he should spend all of his time doing that. Uh, I like movies where he dies. Unfortunately, there are not enough of them. Uh, <laughs> Armageddon would have been 100% better for me if he died in it. Yes, I'm and I'm sorry. Tom
1: Clancy, Tom Cl- like the Tom Clancy movie, uh Jack Ryan, I should say Jack oh, Ryan Lord. movie. I loved that franchise with Harrison Ford, but he just wasn't a great. I even liked Alec Baldwin uh,
0: better than better than Ben Affleck in those types of roles. Would you not agree with that?
1: Mm, Young young
0: Jack Ryan, I think Alec Baldwin Mm, was better than Ben
1: Affleck. I am not an Alec
0: Baldwin fan. Well, that's true. I know that, but Alec Baldwin is pretty good. Some of the stuff he does is really good. Ben Affleck, he's had one one acting success that I know of, and that was uh, uh, Argo and I liked him in Paycheck because he didn't try to do anything except what they told him to do. So Paycheck, I was not too distracted by Ben Affleck. That's my favorite Ben Affleck film uh, where, where he's actually doing something fun as opposed to, but Argo was really good. So that, uh, So yeah, Ben Affleck, no, not as Batman. Though the haggard look, I like the haggard look that he had. I mean, he's just too good looking. Um and probably hasn't had to act his entire life, so it hasn't happened to him. But um, he he
1: the gray the graying does make him look a little bit more distinguished. Yes, it does. Unfortunately, so <laughs> here here is he's just too is, good looking. To,
0: maybe I'm jealous or something, but he's just too too damn good looking.
1: So here's my question because I've uh, heard differing opinions on this. What did you think of the cyborg? costume or CGI, because I've heard people who really love it, and then I've heard people who think it looks like 90s CGI. It
0: looks a little like 90s CGI. It's kind of like the Fantastic Four film. I, it's a throwback to, actually, even earlier, it's a throwback to to the old the old non-CGI kind of look. Um, yeah, I'm not, not a big fan. I, I think we have the great CGI, unless you're doing something like an old... Old Rocket Man kind of movie, which is I really enjoyed by the way. Uh, I think you I need think he need to stick with the new stuff.
1: And they're making they're making a continuation of that. Oh they
0: are. Well good. Excellent.
1: Wonder Woman. We'll use this as the segue to go from Wonder Woman in Justice League to Wonder Woman the trailer. All I can think I I, of... I I enjoyed her in Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice and I she looks to be as thoroughly enjoyable in Justice League. Do you think uh, what did you think of the Wonder Woman trailer? Okay, this all I could
0: think of. There are two characters that belong in 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 World War II movies and I would love to see this crossover. There's a character, the original Nick Fury. There's a great series of comic books called uh, Nick Fury and this uh, Sergeant Fury and the Howling Commandos, a great comic book series, just so much fun. Uh, and Captain America, also World War II. All I could think of watching this trailer is how great would it be to have this be this turn out to, later to be a crossover kind of situation where they actually Marvel gets together with DC and does that. That's all I could think about. I like the trailer. I love Wonder Woman kicking kicking Nazi ass. I mean, I am a you know I find not, Nazis to be a little bit you know.
1: Out there. Well, they can. They're, they're not, bad, you know. The, the great, the great maybe, thing about Nazis—they're bad. The great thing about Nazis, from cinematic and literary standpoint, is they're always just so evil. You can use them for whatever purpose you want, but and you if can you kill as many of them as you want. Nobody bats an eyelid. Exactly. But at the same time, it's sort of a situation where it's too easy, isn't it? It's too easy. Yeah. Like if you if you don't do it, like. As easy as it is to do it, if you don't do it right, it's too easy, and then it makes them look bad, and I don't think they did that. No, no, I think
0: I think it, like I said, Captain America, uh, Sergeant Fury, um, Wonder Woman is now in my top three for killing Nazis. I just, <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it, and her wearing that costume while she's killing those, <laughs> those guys in the old universe. Old Nazi uniforms. I just thought that was, it was such an anomaly, such an almost a. Uh, I mean, it just really. I I thoroughly enjoyed that. I got a kick out of that. I can't wait to see the movie. And I like. I never thought I would. I you know, Linda Carter was obviously a a, a kind of jokey, Wonder Woman, but I think Al Gadol might just do it. I loved the. I loved the scene where she meets and Chris Pine. Though it was a little weird. I didn't realize he was going to be in this film. To see C- Captain Kirk laying on the laying on the sand and have her rescue him,
1: he's getting more action in Wonder Woman than he did in the last he is, Star Trek oh my movie. God. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: with a hot with a really, I mean, this is special. But um, he, yeah, I loved that scene. And and this movie has some. Just a little bit they've shown has some of the humor that's been missing
1: in a few of the the. the uh... Well, that's and and that's in part because they've. I mean, they came in and it was, after what happened with Batman versus Superman, things were have been tweaked at the in the other franchise. Thank
0: the Lord! But, I, I mean, you just comic books. Through all the misery and horror, no matter what happens, you've got to have some fun. It's especially with the big characters. Big characters, fun, entertaining. You have to. You have to sell popcorn, right? You have to sell the popcorn, and you don't. You don't sell popcorn as much during those dark, de- desperately bad. Oh God, terrible. You just don't have anybody go get refills on their popcorn. So anyway. So yes, this one looks like it's going to be fun. Looks like it's going to be entertaining. I am ex- much more than I was. Very much looking forward to it. And Chris Pine, way to go, buddy. Cal
1: Godot, you can't do much better. <laughs> I I want to go back to Batman versus Superman because if there's we an opportunity to. for me, if there's a, if there's an opportunity for me to criticize the the uh, former with the most recent, <laughs> uh, I'll take it. After watching Batman vs Superman, seeing Wonder Woman and the Justice League um, trailers, it gives me hope. Yeah, because put some
0: Batman shackles versus... on good
1: old Zack Snyder and march him, march him in step. Yeah, I don't want to like get my hopes up too much because after what happened last time, I feel like I could get burned. But yes, there's a very good possibility that these could be really good films. There are still people nursing their wounds from
0: the last fantastic four i guarantee it
1: well and this week with suicide squad coming out this week it'll be interesting to see what because after after what happened with batman versus superman and after the success of deadpool they made tweaks to the film yep. to make to make uh the suicide squad more um appealing make it funnier more engaging make it funnier It'll be interesting to see how that translates. And we're going to have next week's podcast is going to be Suicide Squad. Yay.
0: I can't yes. wait. I can't. You know, with the success of all these great, funny, entertaining popcorn movies, I just can't see how they made some made these last couple of those last few. But, yeah, it's got to be. I mean, it's got to be fun. It's got to be. You know, you walk out of the uh, – I mean, I remember watching Rocky and fist-pumping. I wanted to walk out of Batman versus Superman fist-pumping. Way to go! Wow! And I, instead, a of, of hang-dog look, hang look and and despairing after that movie for many reasons, but wow. Um, yeah, you're right, Luke. 100%. Gotta
1: be. We opened this podcast with a nod to Doctor Strange. Um, the second trailer was released at Comic-Con. The, of course, the film stars Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, as People will learn on this podcast, I am not as familiar with Marvel characters for the most part. Um, so when it comes to characters like Doctor Strange, I'm just a wrong, along for the ride. My exposure to these characters tends to be when I see them in group things like Avengers and those type of characters. When they pop up in those, I don't haven't read a lot of the singular comic book lines. What did you think of the trailer, and how Inception-y did you th- do you think we're really going to get in this film? Because it looked a lot like Inception. It, oh,
0: God, did it do that.
1: But, with magic. Yes. But with magic.
0: With magic, yes. Not with, not with technology. I, didn't, I actually didn't like Inception. I'm one of the few that really thought it
1: was overdone. Uh, I think I remember us discussing that on a different podcast at some yes, point. Yes, I think we did discuss that at some point. And, and and you were outnumbered on that one, if I remember yes.
0: correctly. Yes, I was. Okay. There are some there are some movies. If you ever want me to go through them, I'll be happy to. That that just I am I am on the other side with, um, some some couple of them have legs. Most of them don't. Um, but yeah, a couple of them I've been wrong as far as the general populace goes. This movie, Doctor Strange. I I still own some of the original Doctor Strange. Um. Strange Tales, I think he came from in, in Marvel, back in the day, back when I was a, a little kid, buying them at the... A wee lad. Store, a wee lad, buying uh, comic books that had 15 cents on them. At, Younger than Methuselah, but older than Tommy Lee Jones. Exactly, when comic books still okay. were 10 cents a piece in many cases. Anyway, so that, if that tells you anything. Uh, see, I always thought Doctor Strange would be more of a, a Pierce Brosnan-looking guy that can act like uh, Benjamin Cumberbatch. Benjamin Cumberbatch doesn't have the look that I wanted. He's just not that good-looking, uh, which I always expected Doctor Strange to be. But boy, he has the talent. He is an incredible actor. I mean, he really is good. So I'm hoping that carries me past past the fact that he should look look like Ben Ben Affleck and act. Be able to act like Benjamin Cumberbatch. That's that's a better comparison
1: there. Um, but yes, I what I what I find interesting about that is because I've listened to some other podcasts where those individuals are very excited about the role because as they've described, some of them have described uh, Doctor Strange as basically a medical doctor. Yes, hit Tony Stark. Yes, and exactly. When I when I and when I watch this trailer. They've definitely made him look very much like Tony Stark, and they're definitely giving him sort of a Playboy vibe, even though not necessarily a a billionaire industrialist thing, but they definitely have given him a Tony Stark vibe. But but the vibe in this trailer hits to
0: me, the trailer itself seems very much like the Doctor Strange I used to love to read. I mean, he's dealing with powers that no one else— in in any of the the universes is dealing uh, are dealing so um he he seems like he has the um, the the depth the uh je ne sais quoi, the the uh, um, what it takes to be Dr. Strange so I'm really looking forward to this because I've always wanted to see a doctor Strange movie when they could actually do the special effects they needed to do like the portals they showed in this trailer take a look at the portals I thought they're, they're amazing they're very cool amazing cool um, I mean they finally got to the point where the CGI could actually make Dr. Strange live so I am excited about this film. I think you should all be with me save me a seat in the theater, first night, because I will be there watching this film.
1: Midnight premiere worthy?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely midnight premiere worthy.
1: You you get okay. the popcorn, and I'll get the pop. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was also some big news that was confirmed at Comic-Con, which is that Brie Larson is being cast as Captain Marvel. For Marvel fans, I have heard nothing but positive things about this casting. What do you think? I have a problem with her, as you might guess. What do you
0: What do you think my problem might be? I, Craig, I don't even the want it. Captain now. Marvels that I originally owned were a a guy from another planet, a guy, a a boy, a man from another planet in a green outfit. Uh, when I when I but I looking at this, I'm saying Captain Marvel is a girl now, because in both in both DC and in in uh, Marvel, Captain Marvel was a boy. Both of them had Captain Marvels, so I'm going to have to get used to this one. But yes, I think I'll get over it in this case. So I'm I'm fine with her. I can't wait to see her and and what she's going to be. But once again, I, I have a little problem with with uh, with uh, taking characters and make them completely different than what I remember. Though apparently she's been around for a while, so I'm re- she's been she's been around for a long time. Yes, yeah, she has. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with I'm okay with that. I have been around longer than she has, though. But yes, I'm okay oh, with it. Okay. Um, I, I like the selection of Brie Larson. I think she's she's gorgeous and she's pretty good actress. Uh, the what little I know about her, so please don't take that wrong, anybody. What little I know about her, she's a pretty good actress. She probably do a good job, and uh, we'll see.
1: Okay, so here's something going back to Batman versus Superman. Here we go again. <laughs> I, um,
0: can't help it. I know.
1: Uh, the Lego Batman movie looks better than Batman versus oh, Superman. Oh God, yes! <laughs> God, yes! Oh yes! I love that. Uh, was so much fun, actually. <laughs> well, the original Lego movie I watched, and I I was like, oh, do I really want to watch this? But it, I I kept hearing about how great it was, so I watched it, and that movie was really good. So now we're getting a Batman Lego movie with Robin in it, and the trailer for it. Oh yes, is so much fun! I can't wait.
0: Yes, I can't. I think the Alfred in this movie is is better than the one, but better than most and of the others. Batman
1: versus Superman. <laughs> Sir? No, Sir? he's not. Be- he's not better than the Dark Knight series. Michael Caine. Yes. Oh, okay.
0: I I like Michael Caine and other stuff better. I I did like the original Batman, the the original Batman movie with Michael Keaton. I like that Alfred a lot. So Michael Caine didn't didn't quite go that far for me. No, I like him.
1: But uh, you like Ralph Fiennes. So oh, I love I Ralph mean, Fiennes.
0: I yeah. My problem him with Alfred Ralph is going to be this, fun. What? Him is Him is Alfred is going to be fun. Yes it is. I like him a lot. I think it'll be a lot. I like the new one a lot. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um but yeah, I I'm loving this thing. I, the first the first Lego movie I took my grandkids to see and it was fun and whatever. This one looks like one I would go from go for just myself to see it. It looks so
1: much fun. <laughs> and it, it it looks so much fun. It might be a midnight premiere too. It except for I'm getting old. Midnight premieres are not as easy as they once were. No, they're not. Though so I
0: sleep I'm up all night and sleep all day, so they're not too bad. For-
1: it, they're, they're fine for you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about TV. Uh-huh. We talked about uh, the justice league movie and how it would be great to have Grant Gustin as a flash and how he could do it because of Flashpoint and the fact that in the comics he could pull it off. And now we get to see the trailer. At, they released a trailer at uh, San Diego comic-con for se- season three, which is going to be basically the flashpoint paradox. After watching the trailer, what are you looking forward to in this next well? Season? I'm really confused. Watching that trailer, I can hardly
0: watch it because it's just so confusing. I don't know who I don't know who's alive and who's dead and, and where we
1: are in the so, timeline. Since you you probably don't have the time to go back and find the comics, the be- the easiest thing to do would be to go on Netflix and watch the Flashpoint um Justice League movie that they have on there because it at will basically give you the explanation for it. Gotcha. In essence, what happens is when he goes back and saves his mother from dying, everything in the world that we've known it, it for the first two seasons is going to be upended. All the people who he thought were family and friends in the first two seasons are no longer going to recognize him because they <laughs> never met him. Yeah, that's kind of what and, I got from that. Maybe, but, maybe but, I did get more out of that than I but thought. But here's the thing, which is why I, th- I think it's important. The Flashpoint um, film or the Flashpoint animated movie, which is based on the comics, also basically has an alternate timeline in which you see other things transpiring. And so you have Barry Allen in this alternate universe almost, or where you have these. And this is why him being able to go between realms is so great. We saw him cross over to Supergirl last season on the first season of Supergirl. So in this case if all of these worlds are changing when they go back to quote unquote normal not everything might be the same so like when he made the crossover to supergirl what i'm hoping happens i don't know that this is going to but what i'm hoping happens is all of a sudden supergirl and the flash are going to be in the same world because well while most everything is the same not everything is there is. a superman in the flash world now or not i've not been when based based on the supergirl crossover no that's what i thought which is why this is so important now that they're bringing them over. It's almost perfect timing. I mean, they couldn't have planned it better having her premiere on CBS and then moving her to the Flash and bringing them all into the same worlds and then doing the Flashpoint storyline. Because they now have the opportunity to basically put Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Flash, and Supergirl all in the same universe just because of what's going on with the flash
0: and have all different stars in the movies.
1: Yeah, that's an- Yeah, it, it it I mean it works.
0: Well, we'll see. <laughs> we will see well what we will see, but yes, I, I I got you there. I got it. Though why they don't just get Tom Welling to come back cuz I really liked him
1: to be Superman. Well, Superman. Yeah. They but they didn't they didn't have Justin Hartley come back as Green Arrow. Oh, so, I know. Which I, I liked Hartley role
0: yeah i did like him i do like honest to god really like steven amell as
1: as green arrow i think he's
0: i think he's terrific i really do like him
1: one of the things that was sort of surprising is even though it wasn't announced at comic-con this last week and it's in relation to supergirl they released the first photo of tyler hochland as superman what do you think of him in the role when jamie asked me i was like well first of all Tyler's a lot hotter when he had scruff on uh on Teen Wolf. Um but JB pointed out that this is one of the worst ill-fitting suits on the planet because if you take a look at the photos uh that just Jared has, they have like it doesn't fit right. The the suit wrinkles around his knees so it makes him look like he has rolls on his knees and it it just doesn't fit right. What are your thoughts? Oh uh, yeah, the and it if he, if he has I don't know if he's
0: anywhere near that muscular, but it looks it looks like these muscles are artificial in this in this photo of he, him, him him with Supergirl. It he just doesn't look like he has a superman body type or he's got a bodysuit on that's not made very well.
1: Not, well, and I'm wondering if it's the angle like if you look at that official photo where him and Supergirl are standing together. They they they're shooting him from below and it almost seems like the angles on him make his head look weird. Yeah, it really does. There's something, there's just something off about it. And I don't know what it is, but the costume, if you're, if, if you want to check out the just Jared ones, go to just Jared.com. They have him and the suit does not fit well. So we'll see how this goes. Oh, JB yeah. was joking. JB was joking. He's like, well, this is what happens when you go to the CW and have its budget. Yeah.
0: Apparently I'm, yeah, I'm not, not a big fan of, of, of him at you looking at the picture. I, uh, let's hope it's better than that. There's so many Supermans running around that it just—it's hard to, you know, you, well, they should pass out a scorecard. Send them all, everyone that watches these kinds of shows. They just should send a scorecard. Send know which Superman's doing what. Where where Dean Cain's going to show up and where where? Uh,
1: well, Dean Cain showed up
0: in Supergirl. Well, I know that. Yes, he did. He did show up in Supergirl. But not a super. But every time but yeah. I turn around, he's on something. He's on CNN or Fox News or someplace. So,
1: well, let let's talk a little bit about the Netflix series because Oh, yes, I definitely There was else. there was some great trailers that came out and teasers, but there was also some news that came out which was sad, I'm which about- is that Dare which is that Daredevil and Jessica Jones are not going to come back until 2018. Now, since we just had a second season of Daredevil, that's one thing, but the, I was expecting the Jessica Jones season next season to come out in 2017. Are you disappointed in that? Jessica Jones, I can do without. But Daredevil, Daredevil's like,
0: Gotham and Daredevil are my two favorites. So waiting till 2018, I'm I'm preparing to, to cancel my, my Netflix subscription until 2018. And then just watch the
1: old, old, all the old episodes. Of oh no, not me. <laughs> I, I like... Like I'm, I said earlier, I'm not I'm not as big of a Marvel person. It's a but after watching the watching the trailers for Luke Cage and Iron Fist, and knowing that the Defenders is coming down the point pipe, I am so not getting rid of Netflix. Yeah, but in 2018, but, you'll be able to watch them all, including Daredevil. No, but <laughs> Iron Fist and Ve- and Luke Cage are coming. I know. sooner than that.
0: I know. I may I may not overreact and do that, but then again, I might just to teach Netflix a lesson.
1: Oh since yes, t- your ten bucks is going to teach Netflix such a powerful lesson. Well, since I'm such a powerful force in the media. Oh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Haven't did you gotten you, that yet? Yes. <laughs> did Did you like the Defenders teaser? They They didn't show a
0: lot. No, they didn't show anywhere near enough. Though the first letter, I thought they were talking about Daredevil.
1: <laughs> well, they are. It's Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. I know, which but- is which is why they have the whole i mean i meant
0: daredevil the series but yes mm. i i know uh yeah I, i'm interested in the in, in the defenders but it's an it's a risk we all
1: know it's a risk cuz boy they can screw this stuff up sometimes Oh, it is marvel i don't i don't think that well it's marvel and it's netflix netflix is not known for screwing things that's up that's true that's true
0: so here's hoping but yes i'm looking forward to that but i'm Re, punisher i'm not too excited about but You know, Daredevil I I really loved.
1: Thing about Daredevil season two is I was sort of disappointed in it. It was an okay season, but the biggest moments that I mean the two things that I loved most about it were seeing Kingpin, which was basically a cameo, and I liked the actors who played Electra but i thought that daredevil's actual storyline was sort of a rinse and repeat of the first season and the punisher stuff was like oh okay i've never been a big Pun- punisher fan though though i do love the uh, thomas jane movie. me too uh, um, you and i have, i I've I've always loved, I loved i've loved the thomas jane movie i don't know what other people think about it but i've always loved it but i just i just felt that there was Too much going on with too many characters, maybe, and then it also didn't. It just felt like a rinse and repeat, too, kind of for me. Yeah, I wanted
0: to see. I wanted to see Daredevil become more of a real person and get a little more of his powers and maybe a little more of a a real love interest kind of thing. I'm, and I'm not really a soppy kind of guy, but I wanted a little more humanity in the second season, and I. Uh, the first season had quite a bit of it. The second season, so anyway, that's why that's why it's a tragedy. We're gonna to to wait for the third season because I wanted to see that turn around. You wanted redemption. Redemption, yes, ex- indeed. I wanted redemption exactly. So
1: now I know there's a TV series that you absolutely love that has a trailer for the new season. When I am still behind on the current season, it's on my DVR. But you are a big fan of Vikings. Yes. What did you think of this Comic Con trailer for Vikings? Every
0: single episode, the first time it comes out, the first day, and at least once more before I go to the next one. Yes, I I absolutely love Vikings. Um, I thought so. You watch each episode twice. Yes, at least twice. Each at, wow. Each, I watch it. I watch it at least one time with my brother, and then at least once on my own. Okay, so what do you think I of the trailer? Thoroughly enjoyed the the Vikings. Uh, from what I could see, the trailer looks like even better than it has in the past. I it looks really really good. Um I am like I said, big fan and this one looks like it's just going to be a nice continuation of what's been going on and I cannot wait. How about you?
1: Uh well, considering like I said, I have the season still to watch. Exactly. I, I I'm a little bit thrown off about what's going on. I still have to watch the other season. It would probably mean a lot more to me once I've watched it. Indeed.
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks really good. It it looks like uh the characters that have been kind of in the background are moving moving more and more into the front and it, it I can't wait. Honest to God, I can't wait to see what uh some of these guys are going to get into
1: before we wrap this up the walking dead Uh uh-huh negan's trailer from comic-con had a lot of interesting stuff in it but when i asked you about it before the podcast you were sort of eh what did you think well i saw the governor (laughs) and
0: i felt this was like you said rinse and repeat now we've got We've got a a little more violent, a little more um, schizophrenic, maybe a little crazier uh, villain who's running around with a baseball bat and with barbed wire. With barbed wire all around it, which seems a little much. I like the I like the zombie stuff. I don't like to see another villain. They have to go through and kind of figure out how to defeat. And I see no purpose for for another obstacle, another human obstacle when there's so many zombies they can have some fun with. So, uh, yeah, I, by the way, I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. It's def- Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I love the guy. I think he's, I think he's awesome. Um, and everything he does. I just, I love the guy. There's so many opportunities, so many places I'd love to, or shows I'd love to see him in. This is not one of them. I don't see any purpose for that cool guy to be in this film, but are this, uh, TV show, but I love Walking Dead. Again, I'm going to suspend my my um, my uh, negativity until the show starts again. Um, and if if nothing else, it's about a thousand times better than Fear of the Walking Dead. And I've watched every episode and still don't like a single moment of it. So why
1: do you keep watching it if you don't like it?
0: Well, did you ever watch anything that you just love to hate? I love to hate Fear of the Walking well, Dead. Uh, I zombie I love. I love zombie stuff. So.
1: But uh, I, I love iZombie and... Uh, See, we're, it's going to be really interesting when this fall comes up and we start talking television because I'm behind on Gotham as well. I'm, I like, I've caught up on Legends of Tomorrow, The Flash, Arrow, and a couple others of the comics. But I'm, I, I've tried iZombie. I'm not a big fan. It just isn't my cup of tea. And I'm not into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And Gotham is one that I like, but it's not. I have to watch right away. I can let that pile up and then marathon it.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's Z Nation. You, yeah, if Z Nation's
1: like I, that, you told me to watch Z Nation, uh, Craig. It, I don't. Sometimes I have a hard time trusting your recommendation for television. I told you shows. it's terrible, which makes it, it is just terrible. It's terrible. It's
0: awful. It's horrible. Fear of the Walking Dead is worse because it's trying to be serious. Z Nation is not in any moment. Uh, so ever Z Nation is
1: fun because it doesn't take itself
0: seriously. Exactly. It, okay. That's that's why it's fun, not because it's good, but because it's so awful. <laughs> I mean, there's a zombie I, baby in there that ought to
1: make you all. Yes, vomit. I I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. But here's the thing, Craig. Between this pod, between Geek Confidential, Daytime Confidential, and Pop Confidential, I watch way too much television. To watch shows that I love to hate. Yeah, remember, remember so, uh, that. Ed, <laughs> like Z Nation. Like, I gave it a try. I gave it an honest try because you recommended it. But it was like, I do not have time. Oh, for this. I know. I just Only, do not. It's a love to hate one where Fear of the Walking Dead is just so bad. I hate every
0: character. I've never seen any TV show where I couldn't find one character that I liked. I can't find a single character I like in, in uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. And I love Walking Dead so much. I thought, oh, great, another Walking Dead show. Oh, my God, it's awful.
1: <laughs> anyway, not to be too harsh, but that that's how I feel. Well, we would encourage you to comment on this episode at uh, geekconfidential.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash gkconfidential. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash gk confidential. Write us a review on iTunes. Give us a rating. Please send It'd money. Help. Yeah, that that's definitely what we need. I think that covers it. Oh, where can they find you on Twitter, Craig? ZmovieManiac, at ZmovieManiac. Okay. And as always, you can find me at Luke underscore Kerr, where I blog about everything, where I tweet about everything from pop culture and geekdom to soaps. So it's a pretty eclectic taste, I warn you in advance. Weirdly eclectic. Soap opera yes. and geekdom, Yes interesting you would be surprised how much that crosses over you would be surprised probably (laughs) probably would be surprised (laughs) until next time so long bye